What's happening, everybody? I want to welcome you back. And today we're going to talk about how to change what you see and change who you be. You know, I heard a very, very um, smart person filled, filled with wisdom some years ago. His name is Wayne Dwyer. He said this. He says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So let's ask ourselves this question. Is it possible to change what something is or is it possible to change how something looks so that we can get what we want? Is that even possible? Man, today we're going to unpack. We're going to talk about it because I believe visualization and really having a vision is the key. It's the key to just about everything we want to do in life. So let's go ahead and cue the intro. Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. All right. Now, look, are you excited? Look, are you getting fired up? Man, man, listen, listen, I'm I'm getting super fired up because think about a vision. Think about think about when you can see something that you want. It's kind of like Christmas Day. Think about that time when you wanted something so bad and your mom and your dad and they went and got it for you and you knew they was going to get it and they got it and you just were so excited. Just think about that time when you knew that the next morning you woke up, you was going to the amusement park. Think about that time when you knew that the next morning you was going, man, maybe you're going on that trip that you've been thinking about for the past year. Think about, just think about what it is that you've desired all your life or what it is you desired yesterday and, and start positioning your mind, your spirit, your, your whole being to just saying, you know what? It's real. It's real. It's me. It's me. I know I can change what I see. I know that is me. And so let's go ahead and do it. So, so I was sitting here just getting fired up about what I see. So if we wanted to go ahead and dispel the myth of, can you change what you see so you can change who you be? Absolutely, you can change who you be. I know that's not good English, but we're just playing around with the words today because the, the goal that we want to set for ourselves is that we won't change. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So when we think about changing the way we look at things, what's one of the fastest ways we can change the way we look at things? Hmm. I'm going to pull up a scripture that I love, that I believe can help us today. Habakkuk 2 and 2 and 3. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables so that he may run that readeth it. Wait, what is Habakkuk talking about? He, the Lord is telling Habakkuk, look, if you write it down and if it's really plain enough, somebody going to see it and they going to run. They're going to be like, this is amazing. I cannot believe how excited I am about what it is that I'm actually seeing and what 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 is plain in front of me. And then it also says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. 
but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. What does that mean, though it tarry? It means though it takes a while, you better wait because it will surely come. It will not tarry. It will, it will not, not come to pass. It's coming when you write the vision and you make it plain so that anybody that reads it can run with it. You know, yesterday when we looked at the, the power of unlocking visualization, if you didn't catch that one, go ahead and check that one out. I, f I felt like we needed to talk a little bit further about it um, because in my short journey, my short life after 40, I've, you know, because after 40 is when I started to grow, like literally started to grow, started to learn, started to understand who God is in my life. I started to I started to discover that there was a purpose for my life. I started to learn that I was made for more. I started to discover that, wow, you know, all the a lot of things that I've learned in life are lies. A lot of things that I've learned in life are not the truth. They are. They could be true or facts, but they are not the truth. And I needed to literally change the truth that I believed. Guys, th this is this is probably where it gets a bit hard, especially for people like me, who maybe you've grown up Christian, maybe you've grown up religious, or you just grew up in general and you lived inside the United States. And so there's a lot of lies that we have partnered with. There's a lot of lies that we have accepted, not because we, someone told us to accept the lie. They just gave it to us. They just fed it to us. And they, they fed it to your mom, your dad. They fed it to your grandparents and your, you know, and all the people that came before you. Everybody got fed the same lies. So if everybody got fed the same lies, then how does one know it's a lie? Oh, good answers for you. How does one know that those things could be lies? It's one of these books with all these little pages, you know, little words in it, you know, lots of pages in it. Was it 2000? No, about 1800, 1700 pages in here. A lot of pages to go through. But if we want to dispel a lie, are you just going to listen to me? You're probably not. I mean, you might hear me and you may say, oh, I just read some scripture. So, so the scripture is great. Now, there's another scripture that I just so happen to have ready. And it's this one. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So when we think about change, if we're thinking about changing what I see, like if I'm thinking about reading the Bible and then all of a sudden having a new revelation of what the Bible is for me, then more than likely it's going to come from deep within. It's not going to come from without. What, what am I talking about deep within, deep without? All right. What I mean is that like you go to church, right? You go to church. That's a physical, we're physically doing something. We're physically listening. We're physically watching. It's not until something happens on the inside that connects the dots for you. That connects the dots for me. It's not it's not going to happen until it happens inside. See, let's think about a, a word that has been thrown around recently over the past several years, uh, mental health and depression. What is depression? We talk about this and no shade mental uh, depression. Now, there are people who have mental problems. Literally, they they have chemical imbalances. Yes, that is 
That part is true. Then there's the people that have a depression, which means they are suppressing something on the inside. They're not, they've allowed things on the inside to get suppressed. And if we allow things to get suppressed on the inside, that means we're not we're not bringing out what we should bring out. It's like, you know, when I think about my life, I remember there was a time, there was a time I, I could have been, I, I could have been going in that direction, you know, back in 2007, 8, 9, more like 8 and 9, 2008 and 9, going through, just going through it because my life just was falling apart, you know, financially, everything just, you know, losing this, not having enough money to pay the mortgage, not having enough money to pay the car payments, you know, barely making it. I remember thinking, what, is, what it would be like not to be here? Just, just as a thought, like, man, that would be cool. Like if I wasn't here and I wouldn't have to deal with none of this stuff. Here's the thing though. Every time those stars came, it was like, Oh no no, <laughs> that's not that's not the way. You know, I, I don't I don't enjoy. I may not enjoy where I am, but I'm sure not doing that one. You know, so so. But I'm just saying, it's normal, right? When you have problems, that that when we have problems, like we literally just be. Oh, you know, like you 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 can easily start thinking that. You can easily start going to a place where it's just like, oh well, what if I just checked out of here? That's that's real. That's like, we're human beings. And because we're human beings and we've been on we've been on this planet, we've heard all the stuff, we know that people do have done crazy things to themselves, those things are inside of us already. Just like, hey, well, maybe, maybe this is an option. Because remember, we have we have a we have a conscious mind, we have a subconscious mind. That subconscious mind is what feeds us, it shows us the things that it believes we need to know. It just goes into the file cabinet. I, like our subconscious files everything away, everything. I don't care what it is, it's being filed away. So if everything's being filed away, good, bad, and different, stuff that you don't even know is in there is sitting in there. If that's the case, right? If that's the case, then at any time, the subconscious can feed us something that we don't want. Any at any time, because then it because the subconscious is is it's the it's the God nature in us. So so the God nature in us has an inf, has infinite access to everything that we have, everything that we are. So we're going to change what we see. We have to change who we be. So how do we change who we be? How are we going to do that? All right. Here's one way we're going to change who we be. We got to align our words and thoughts with our desires so we can manifest. We got to align our words and thoughts. So, what are your words and thoughts? What are they? What about what about words and thoughts? So, you got you got to audit. Like we talked about, I think we talked about auditing auditing our words last week, auditing our life last week. So, if we have to audit our words, if I got to audit my words, I gotta I gotta make sure I'm in alignment that those words are aligning with my desires. I'm sick. Say, think about it. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm not sick, right? I'm just saying, like when, when, oh man, I guess it guess it's that season to be sick. Uh-uh. We can't do that because that does not align with our desires. I don't care if people get sick. I don't care if I got a sore throat. I ain't gonna be walking around talking about I'm sick. I'm gonna be walking around talking about I feel great. I'm gonna be walking around saying, there's I I'm full of health, I'm full of healing. 
Does that mean that I'm lying to myself? What it means is my desire is that. So I'm focusing on my desire, like visualization. Think about what visualization is. We talked about this yesterday. And, and, in, and in visualizing something, like if I'm writing a vision down, I'm not going to write a vision of what I don't want. I'm going to write a vision of what I want. It's going to be a picture. I'm going to see it. It's going to be like, wow, I want that car. Wow, I want that house. Wow, I want that family. I want that husband, that wife. I want, I want, this is what I want. This is what I desire. And if this is what I desire, then that's what I'm going to go for. And that's the picture that I want. That's the picture that I'm going to keep in my mind. And I'm not going to stop until I get it. So, so changing what I see so I can change who I be is about making a picture that's visualization right you know there's a book and i talked about this book on the podcast before probably multiple times um it's uh your invisible power it's a i think the book it's a really good book and it's short it's, it's less than 100 pages written by what was the lady's name oh my goodness it's it's, it's eluding me but it's your invisible power and when I read the book, it was recommended by Bob Proctor. And I read the book and I was just like, yo, what was interesting about the book is written like years, like in the early 1900s. She visualized something that that didn't make any sense. She visualized the fact that she wanted to work with somebody, work with a very prominent person um, who who could help her with what she was doing, the visualization, all this stuff. She wanted to work with him. And but she needed money. She needed a lot. She back. I think she needed like ten thousand dollars. And as she started to allow herself to accept the fact that she was going to get this ten thousand dollars, and she said like it didn't come immediately, but she knew it was going to come. Now here's the the thing about the ten thousand dollars. It it the way that sometimes the way that we can get something is not the way that we already know how to get it. I'm going to say it again. The way that we can get something is not the way that we already know how to get it. Because what happens is if we try and get it the way that we already know how to get it, then what will happen is you'll start seeing roadblocks. Because especially like, say, in my business, and hey, I want to make more money. I want to make more money. I want to get more clients. Like if I get clients the way that we have them now, it's going to be harder. It's going to be much harder because it's going to require, say, say for instance, if I wanted to make up, say, a million dollars next month, just using that number, just... If I wanted to do that, then it has to be a way that it happens faster. If I wanted to happen in a month, then then that means that whatever whatever the thing is that we provide to the people, it has to be able to move faster. And currently, in a service based business, you know, if you got a whole lot of clients at one time and you don't have enough people to service them, or you don't have enough, or the systems aren't quite right to service them. It'll be disaster. So you have to be open to new ways. You have to be open to a new understanding. See, that's the that's one of the biggest keys. Now, now I'm not saying this is the only key. It's not the only key. I wish I had this scripture that that just came to mind in Matthew 18, 19, I believe, or Matthew 18, 16, something like that. And it, it says that Jesus says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Jesus says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Let's first tackle this part here, because if we change what we see to change who we be, we got to understand the locking up and the binding process. 
I want you to, we have to understand the locking up and the binding process. I think it's Matthew 18, 19. I believe that's it. Or 18, 16. I will give you the keys of the kingdom is, is what G Jesus is talking to his disciples, that whatever you lock on earth will also be locked in heaven. So let's think about what do we want to lock? What would we like to lock? I would love to lock up poverty. Just lock that up. Throw away the key. Mediocrity. I want to lock that up. I want to lock up discord. I want to lock up dissension. I want to lock up all the, all the problems and situations. I want to lock it up so it cannot get out. Lock it up. But here's the, here's the problem. If we don't, listen, we could lock up the things that we want unintentionally. What are some things you want? Travel, have fun, you know, help people, give money to the poor, um, you know, grow a business, make more money, like whatever it is, you know, have a family, get married. What are some of the things you want? So remember what I just remember what I just said. Aligning your words and thoughts with your desires is the key. Jesus said, I will give you the key. So the key to manifestation is to realize the locking up and the opening up process. All right. So we just talked about locking up. I will, I will give you the keys of the kingdom that whatever you lock up, I will lock up. Whatever you lock on earth, I will lock in heaven. And then whatever you unlock on earth, I will unlock in heaven. So what do we want to unlock on the earth? We want to unlock all the stuff that we desire, all the stuff that we want. We want to unlock it. We want to unlock it. As a man thinketh, so is, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7. We just talked about that one. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. And the Lord answered me, to him and saying, write the vision, make it plain to whoever sees it, whoever reads it, may run with it for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. It shall speak. Your vision will speak. Aligning your words. And your thoughts with your desires is key. All right, lastly, what else? Understanding and implying the principles of a creation can enhance your ability to visualize and achieve your goals. So, so think about it like this, right? We wanna, we wanna in, we wanna achieve our goals, we wanna visualize, we wanna um use these principles of creation like the principles of creation the visualization process is literally that when we take a picture and then we we just focus in on it we focus in on this picture and what this picture means to us think about that what it means to you we talked about the why we talked about that this week having a why that's that or why that makes you cry, like literally seven times. Like, why is that important? Why is it important that you want to, you know, to take care of your family? Why is it important that you want to lose the weight? Why is it important that you want a, a closer relationship with God? And why is it important, you know, that you want to basically, you know, have a business that makes more money because you want to, you know, employ people? Why is all this important? Why, 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 why? So understand implying the principle of creation will and can enhance our ability to visualize and achieve our goals. Change what you see and change who you be. So as Wayne Dwyer says, 
if we change the way we look at things, the things we look at will and must change. What are you going to change today? What have you been looking at that literally, you, you know, you keep saying to yourself, you know what? I've been looking at this all wrong. I've been looking at this problem as, as, as a, a situation that I can't get out of. I'm not looking at this problem as a real opportunity for me to grow, a real opportunity for me to get to a new level. I've been looking at the problem all wrong. What if we took the problem and we turned it into an opportunity? What if we did that? Change what you see, change who you be. For, for what you, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will and can change. So, guys, I thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. Be sure to subscribe and let others know about this podcast. Let people know that there's a resource for them if they're looking to change, if they're looking to get to a new level in their thinking, in their life, so that they can get to new levels. Join the podcast, subscribe here, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.